the debut of Hunker Down, the Impact Media weekly dive into the world of the UGA Bulldogs. I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York. Welcome in. A little bit about me and this show. Here at Impact Media, we cover all kinds of uh, sports and uh, especially things in the Atlanta area. We love to do that. This is the launch of the second of three new shows. Before this, hopefully you caught GSU Panthers on. This here is Hunker Down, all about the Georgia Bulldogs. And for Bulldog fans, you guys know what Hunker Down means. We will get more into that as the season unfolds for those of you who don't. I have lived in and around the Atlanta area my entire life, where it would go to say between Braves fans and Bulldog fans, that pretty much populates the entire state. It pretty much encompasses the entire state. Bulldog Nation is an entirely different fan base from practically any other fan base, uh, especially in the college realm. So what we want to do on this show is each week we're going to talk about the Bulldogs and what they have going and their accomplishments and their achievements on the football field. And I'm going to feature some special guests that uh, just bring different perspectives to to uh, to Bulldog Nation, I guess better way to put it. And, you know, sometimes these could be from uh, my friends from the media. They could be anybody from any walk of life. They could be one of you listening right now. We're going to feature some fun guests, some entertaining things going forward, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it. If you are so inclined to uh, follow the show, if uh, anywhere you get a podcast, including Podcast One, Spotify, iTunes Store, any of those places, you can give us a rating review. Uh, make sure to hit the subscribe button so that you know when each new episode comes out. If you want to search for us on Facebook, you can look for us under uh, Humper Down, Impact Media, Jeremy York, any of our fun things like that. If you would like to email the show, 3endzone at gmail.com. Make sure in the subject line you put hunker down or UGA or something like that. I personally answer every email, at least currently I do. So love to hear from all of you guys. If you guys would like to follow the show on Twitter, at Team Impact Media, we'll have all the show links that we do. Just look for hunker down if you want that one, or we have many other ones, because we're also featuring a Georgia State and Georgia Tech new show on top of uh, the great shows that we already do. If you are so inclined to follow myself for show links and other uh, random musings, you can find me on Triller, TikTok, Instagram, or Twitter at the Impact 99 uh, I think I got all that out of the way. So let's jump into it. Last year, it's pretty easy to say that the UGA Bulldogs had an incredible year. They finished the year 12-0 in the regular season, made it to the SEC title game, where didn't quite add up. They didn't win the SEC title game, but it, it just made, it almost created a bigger story when they were able to make the playoff, win their first round game, and end up in the championship, where they ended up going 2-0 in the playoffs, and they won their first national title in a good long while. Their head coach, Kirby Smart, did come from the Nick Saban tree. 
which is a very good tree. He is one of the first assistants to really be super successful, especially even when he plays against Nick. Uh, returning this year, you're going to get Stetson Bennett back. Now, what Stetson has said about his game, last year he threw for 2,800 yards. He only had seven interceptions and 29 touchdowns. That's a pretty incredible year. What Stetson has said about his game is that last year he felt like he tried to take too many chances, and that's what led to some of the mistakes. He is very much focused on his game. He is going to try to make better decisions, and I know you guys complain and yell at the TV a lot about this. He says he's not going to hold on to the ball as much. I know you guys are going to enjoy that one. Uh, the running back, Zamir White. Uh, he had 160 carries, 856 yards, and 11 touchdowns. Then, of course, James Cook. Pretty sure he's moved on to the next level, but he had 113 carries for 728 yards and 7 touchdowns. The Bulldogs do enjoy running the ball, not because of the limitations of their quarterback, because Stetson can play it with anybody. Just what Georgia likes to do is they like to, to they like to balance the offense. That's the way Kirby likes to play. He likes to to uh, run the ball uh, down your throat, but about the time he thinks you're going to try to stop it, he's going to throw it over your head. He really plays the balance well. We're going to see a lot of that this year because they now have a bigger target on their back as the defending national title winners. Their wide receiver core, I'm going to start right there with the tight end. Brock Bowers, arguably probably one of the best tight ends in the college ranks. He had 56 catches last year for a tight end. 56 catches, 882 yards, and 13 touchdowns. In case you guys didn't know, he is Stetson Bennett's favorite target. He is he is also kind of his his uh, his warm blanket when uh, when he needs it. When things break down, you better have somebody on Brock Bowers because he's gonna he's gonna try to be the number one target. Uh, they had some. They had some other wide receivers that did pretty well. Uh, Burton, McConkey, and Mitchell all had 26 plus catches, 400 plus yards, and uh, I think Burton and McConkey had five touchdowns, four for Mitchell. A lot of those guys are going to be back. UGA fans, this is this is. You guys have heard this since the national title game last year. The big thing about UGA this year is that about two-thirds of your team got drafted into the NFL or signed as free agents. You, you've lost a lot of your big-time players. But something we saw last year with some of the blowout wins and games, you know, when they started to get out of hand, was you got to see the depth. The starters would come out, the second and third strings got in. These guys got valuable experience that we're going to see all this stuff come to fruition. So knowing that you lost a lot of people to the league, just means you're going to reload and you're going to come at people in a different way. Uh, like linebacker Nolan Smith, who had an interception and 55 tackles last year. 55 tackles in the SEC. That's incredible. You got Robert Beal Jr., who had six and a half sacks last year. You're going to need that pressure up the middle. Hey, Robert Beal Jr. is the guy that I would rely on to do that. 
Um, Adam Anderson with 72 total tackles. He had two interceptions, and he had six sacks as well. You're going to get – oh, Nolan Smith. I forgot he had three and a half sacks. You're going to get different people, people that you may or may not know or have heard of, but you, you, didn't, you didn't know who half those people were last year until they started making plays. You know, Roquan Smith was a nobody until he made plays. Given the depth this team has, it's going to be another great year. I would say they have the potential to be in the SEC title game again. Um, they could potentially go undefeated. They have a pretty fun schedule. We'll talk about the opening game here in a minute. I would look for them to have at least 10 wins and be in the SEC title game with the opportunity to be in the four-team playoff. The early favorites going into this year are Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State. And a lot of people think Notre Dame could be number four. We also got to see how it plays out. Everybody's got to play 12 games before we know what's actually going to happen. Uh, it's looking pretty good if you're a Bulldog fan. Uh, I can't, I can't not mention uh, Kelly Ringo, Keely Ringo, the defensive back who had 34 tackles. He had a sack and he had a couple interceptions. He's also a shutdown corner. And by shutdown corner, I mean you can't throw in his direction, or it's either going to get deflected knocked down or intercepted, and that's a lot of why his stats are uh, are as small as they are. It's because people don't go his direction, but he is a playmaker for sure. The kicker is still Jack Podlesny. He was 81.5% accurate last year, 22 for 27. His longest was 49. He's a good, reliable kicker. I don't know how big his leg was because a lot of times he wasn't given the opportunity to kick the 50 and plus yarders. So we'll see about that. But as good as this team is, he's not going to have to kick those big ones. They're going to be inside their opponent's red zone more times than not. And we will talk more about this team when we come back from the break after we tell you about our friends at BetOnline.net. Hi, this is Jeremy the Impact York from Strong Style, Board Check, and That Sports Show. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we're back. Make sure to check out our friends at BetOnline.net. They not only have your wagering and your odds, they also have the articles. They also do the research. They have podcasts you can listen to. They do so much of the work for you so that you can just have fun and try to earn a little more uh, hard-earned dollars to put in your wallet. Make sure to check out our friends at BetOnline.net. So, we went over the obvious. 
We told you about some of the new playmakers that should be on this Bulldog team. And before we get into their opening game, let's talk about the SEC East. And how I think that they're actually going to do in this. Now, the SEC East, you could say, is the loaded side of the division. You could argue that it's that it's also the West as well. I would just say SEC in general. It's the best conference for a reason. It's where the best competition is. Now, in the SEC East, you've got Tennessee. You've got South Carolina, who will actually open up against Georgia State. You've got... Missouri, you've got Kentucky, Florida, Vanderbilt, and of course the Dogs. Kentucky comes in as the number 20 team. They are on UGA's schedule. They're going to be a fun matchup. I think Missouri's going to be a good matchup. You're going to get some fun ones there. But very much the East is pretty much the Bulldogs to, to take the reins of and, and meet the West champ, which could more than likely be Alabama in the SEC title game. You know, out in the West, you get Alabama, you get Arkansas, who comes in at number 19. You've got number 21, Ole Miss, number 6, Texas A&M. They, they could rock the system a little bit. Uh, not to be outdone, LSU, Auburn, and Mississippi State. They're all, everybody's in the mix this early. Clearly, Georgia and Alabama are the front runners. We'll see how that goes. But as much as this team left, left at the draft. We get to see the, the fun parts. There's a reason why they brought Stetson Bennett back. He could have moved on. He decided to come back, and Kirby said, we absolutely want the guy who took us to a national title. Their coaching staff didn't quite have the turnover of a Georgia State or, uh, or others, so you're going to see a lot of the same familiar faces coaching your favorite players. Sanford Stadium, between the hedges is still one of the top destinations for college football fans to attend. I just drove past it the other day. They're getting it ready. So they have the kickoff game. Their kickoff game is part of the Chick-fil-A kickoff this Saturday, September the 3rd. 3.30 p.m., they are going to take on number 11-ranked Oregon. This game's on ABC. Part of the Kickoff. Chick-fil-A knows how to do it right. There's, uh, I think Georgia Tech also has a kickoff game on Monday, but we'll get into that on another show. Number 11, Oregon. First of all, should should Oregon be ranked 11? We could argue rankings all you want. Are they a top 10 or 11 program? Yes. Not since Chip Kelly has Oregon been as prepared as they probably will be for this one. They know. Out of the gate. They're one of the toughest opponents that the Bulldogs are going to see this year. They're going to try to high tempo. They're going to try to spread things out. They're going to try to confuse the Bulldogs. They're also going to say the same thing. Well, you lost all your key playmakers. These guys aren't going to make the same plays that we do. The same plays that, that the other guys did. We should be able to take this one. I don't think that's going to be the case. You're going to see classic Kirby Smart UGA football. You're going to see them establish the run early and just pound the rock as much as they can against the Oregon Ducks. Just when the Ducks think they can't take it anymore, they're going to open it up and 
Uh, Brock Bowers is probably going to have two touchdowns and 100 yards. Uh, Burton, McConkey, and Mitchell are, are going to spread it out and have their own big days. It's, it's going to be a big day. I would say I'm not sure what the actual spread is on that. Did we get that? There it is. It is UGA by 17. Wow. That's a lot. I would normally... I'll tell you what. I'll give you, I'll give you this. I would take the slight under because I think they're going to win by about 15. They're going to easily win by two scores. Oregon's not a slouch. It's going to give them some good competition out of the gate, but playing the Chick-fil-A kickoff means they're playing in the Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium where the Falcons... And the Atlanta United do. It's like a home game for the dogs. They play pretty well in that building. I definitely got to give them the advantage. And I think you guys should too. If you can get, if if they're spotting, if they're saying 17 points, I'd say take the slight under. It could be a blowout. I doubt it. But uh, take the slight under in that one. And I know a lot of you guys have said, why is Georgia the defending national champion? ranked number three behind was it Alabama and was it Ohio State got number two? Preseason rankings, who cares? You are the defending national champion, so you are the man until you get beat. You know, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Right now, you're the man. But the fact that they give the nod to Alabama, well, Alabama didn't lose as much as you did, big-time playmakers, to, to the draft. In fact, what Nick Saban said last year was a rebuilding year. Yeah, I think we should yeah check his water again. I, a rebuilding year, right? Okay, I get you, Nick. Ohio State's always going to get the nod because they're a super popular fan base. They play really well, and right now they run the Big Ten. It just is what it is. So don't worry about preseason rankings. The only rankings that matter are about halfway through the year when they actually start to count, when the committee gets together and decides it. Until then, Bulldog fans, enjoy the fact that you guys have a fun schedule. It starts off with Oregon. That's probably the highest ranked people you're going to face. You don't. I don't think you face... Let's see. Can we pull up? Can we pull that up real quick. There it is. Yeah. Just to run through this real quick. You play Oregon. Then you play Samford, who plays in a different division. Then you get South Carolina. Kent State. Missouri. Auburn. That can be a little rough. Vanderbilt. Florida. Never know about Florida. Tennessee, Mississippi State, those Bulldogs are pretty tough too. Uh, you get number 20 ranked Kentucky if they're still ranked that by then, and then you get Georgia Tech at the end. Only a couple little hiccups. You guys should be able to run through this pretty well. Season looks bright. So, dog fans, be as proud as you were when you won the national title. Want to hear a lot of barking going around as we pass you in the streets. A lot of go dogs. Things like that. But for now, that's all we got here on Hunker Down.
Appreciate you guys tuning in to the debut episode. I'm Jeremy, the Impact York. Make sure to hunker down. We'll see you on Saturdays between the hedges. Go dogs.